Hi, this is Jim. And this is Bax. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. Alrighty. Well, it's uh, certainly a game. And I uh, don't know what to say, really. There's a. I mean, the foaling decision to play instead of Gudis was a pretty asinine before the start of the game. And then, obviously, it didn't work out afterwards. Uh, and some of the stuff that worked pretty well in the first game, the, the penalty kill, the numbers have been good, good so far for the penalty kill. I don't know if I really buy their success so far. Um, Elliot's looked really good. I mean, that was not something I was expecting. I don't think anybody else was expecting at the, the top two games, or the first two games. And then uh kind of feel like Konechny and Patrick really haven't showed up yet. That second line was not good tonight. Was a massive letdown. Outplayed? I mean, I don't know if they were... Yeah, I'd say they were outplayed. I agree, they were kind of outplayed. The defense looked horrible at times tonight. I mean, Elliott's really been bailing them out for the, the first two games. And we were everybody was kind of concerned about the second two pairings uh, going into the season. And honestly, Proveroff looks fine, and Ghost has looked fine defensively, but Ghost whipped on a couple offensive chances tonight. He missed a one-timer from Drew in the third period where he was up with a pretty good chance, and he also whiffed when the... Simmons, Lawton, Verobief line was cycling. Simmons, Lawton, Raffle, whatever line was formed after JVR went down. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say they were outplayed. The second period was some of the worst defense we've seen in a while from this team. That's saying something. I don't know if TK is really trying to make do too much. I just felt like uh, – I, I just don't feel like he's – as explosive as he was last season. I feel like whenever he gets the puck, he's just, just nothing's happening. Um, not like he's trying to get too fancy. I, I just feel like he can't even push past the defender along the boards or I, I don't, I don't know what's going on with TK. TK and Patrick both look off pretty, pretty, uh, so far this season. Um, yeah, a lot of Foley talk. Yeah. Foley was to blame for a lot of that stuff. Um, the first goal was, I'm going to put on him. LA gave up two rebounds, but they weren't going to easily been avoided and not result in a goal fully and clear as one of them. And fully didn't exactly clear the crease and also screened Elliott on one of those, one of the shots that led to a rebound. So I'm blaming him for that. Passed away too hard along the boards of connecting and misconnecting altogether. So that's the second goal. And then he was in the box with the, in the third. So. I don't know why Foley's in. I, especially with Haxtell, who is somebody that likes to keep the lineup the same when it's hot, and don't you know? I guess he goes with the theory: if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But you know, after they won five to two in Vegas, he's like, I gotta switch it up. It takes Gudis out, who obviously didn't have the best end of the season last year. Played pretty decent on Thursday with Sanheim, and for some reason. Uh, just puts Foley in there. 
just to see what it's all about. And it's a decision that didn't need to be made, and it ended up back firing pretty bad. Um, yeah, Elliott definitely deserved a better fate. Elliott's played pretty good these first two games. It's it's a shame that he couldn't get more help tonight. Um, I think the only update on JVR is they said he was he was out tonight. I, I don't think I don't think the JVR injury is that going to be that bad. It looked like he just took a shot in the wrong part of the knee. I don't I don't think he broke anything from that. I mean, if he did, then that's kind of insane. But I, I think he just. It may have just been a deep bone bruise, and he was out tonight. Give him a couple of days of rest off. I think he'll be fine for uh, Tuesday's game against uh, San Jose. Simmons did have a lot of chances tonight. It's another surprise. Simmons has looked pretty good at five on five. Uh, he had a couple odd man chances, one with Verbiev, and then another one Voracek, where he couldn't quite put home Voracek's pass. And then uh, I think Johnson's led the Varlam off and knocked off the Nets. Penalties are a problem, especially in the third period. I, I mean, the ice was bad. Um, I'm not blaming, like, I'm blaming that loss on the ice, though. I mean, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff went wrong. And uh, I, I think even before he got to the ice, I mean, if it was a closer game and the Flyers actually played well and it was one or two bad bounces where a puck bounced over a defenseman stick in the D zone, led to a Goal that cost him a game, I'll blame him on the ice, but that I'm not blaming the ice for this one. Uh, Bill has the night off. I'm not sure where, where Bill's at, but I was asked to do this earlier today, so I'm stepping in. Sorry, Dave. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, tonight I was looking at Brian Elliott and the PK to see if they would play the same, and I was also looking to see if playing Foline would be a smart decision rather than just going with Gudis again. And uh, Brian Elliott played pretty well. PK, they only let in one goal there in the third period, I think. Uh, yeah, they scored in the third period, but before that, they were fine. The, I mean, they got kind of lucky on the first power play. They failed three different clears, and the Avalanche just couldn't take advantage. Second power play looked pretty well, or second penalty kill looked pretty well until the last couple seconds when... Uh, I think her foot blew by McDonald and got a chance, and then Elliott made the save of the year so far, and maybe the save of the year in April. Uh, and then the, there's a period uh, in the third period. There was a, a penalty kill where they have got a couple chances too, but nothing too serious. <laughs> I did not. I, I didn't kill Bill. He'll, he'll be here on a. He'll be here on Tuesday. Uh, I don't think the Atlanta Scott goal was a high stick. I also don't think it was interf- I don't think it was goalie interference. Uh, if you're going to start calling that for goalie interference, I think a lot of goals are going to come off the board. I mean, that was more. I felt like Elliot just kind of got a stick. <laughs> I felt like the way that Elliot got held up there, if goalies wanted to, they could kind of do that more often to make it look like they were impeded on a save attempt. I don't know. I don't think that. I don't think it was goalie interference. I also don't think it was a high stick either. Um, sloppy. I mean, so far the defense hasn't looked great this year. And, I mean, Ghost didn't look good in the first game. I thought it looked better tonight. Hag has looked okay. McDonald's looked like McDonald. McDonald, I, I, I'll never – I don't know what the man has to do to not be in the lineup because – 
good Lord. Uh, in the first period, he turned the puck over and then immediately dropped on a 2-on-1 to make it a 2-on-0. Uh, that second period at the end of the PK, he, he just got blown by at the blue line. It, he literally was standing still, and it led to Elliott having to make that insane save to keep the penalty kill perfect up until that point. I, I don't know what he has to do. Um, yeah, and pro, I mean, Pro Roth, I think, is the only guy that's looked really good for, in both games so far. Um, let's see. I... I, I don't know what he sees. I don't know what Hack sees in Foley, honestly. Um, a right-handed shot. I think that was the only thing, too. I mean, if if we want to go left-hand, right-hand with all three pairings, you take take out McDonald. I, like, why? I don't get that aspect of it. You could have had Sanheim, Gudis, and then Hag, Foley, and, and that. There, there's left-hand, right-hand all throughout. I mean, in the the bottom two pairs, top pair is going to be left-handed no matter what. But I, yeah, I mean that is the John that is the problem with Hack, and that's the big thing with with Hack. Uh, when it was the moves with Hexall, you just have to take the toys away from Hack. So the Foley signing it should have been foreshadowing for trouble because he was signed supposed to be a seventh defenseman, and of course Hack is already putting him into the lineup in game two for no reason. So he can get ice time. I don't know. But he looked like shit. Uh, Foley looked pretty terrible tonight. Uh, and he was the direct... Re- he was definitely the direct result of two goals. I think you can argue three. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, John, I agree. I, I, I really don't know what's going on with Patrick tonight. That whole second line, possession-wise, was horrendous. And... And Voracek looks – I think Voracek looks fine on the power play. He created a chance on the first power play opportunity. But at 5-on-5, Voracek hasn't done too, too much. He didn't do too much tonight at 5-on-5. I think he had a couple assists on, on Thursday. But that second line – I mean, the JVR injury definitely hurts the offensive output overall because the second line looks shot. You're down JVR. You're gonna mix up those bottom five forwards. Top line got some chances, but not too too many. I mean, they had that beautiful. The first goal was beautiful. It was it was really good puck movement uh, by all five players. And uh, Couturier following up on the connected chance was big. But I mean, that second line needs to to be better. The JVR injury definitely hurt. I think he'll be back for the next game. But, the, I mean, the JVR, Simmons has looked pretty good 5-on-5. Five five. That, that third line has actually been doing pretty well. And I, I think that definitely did hurt tonight because then you're they're mixing and matching lines. And then I think, I mean, in the third period, too, Hackstall tried to change things up. He put uh, Voracek back with Drew and Gatorier. And then I think Konechny was with Limblom and Patrick. I didn't really change the, the outcome at all. But... Is that coaching that point? Oh, I didn't notice that tonight, Jacob. I mean, uh, maybe. I mean, I'd rather them try and do that every once in a while than just flash shouts from the point, but I, I wasn't able to pick up on it. Yeah, Mikhail Vorobiev has been very good tonight. Or he has been pretty good so far this season, and goal was pretty lucky. I mean, obviously you can't draw that out, but I I think he just deserves that from how he's played for 
all 120 minutes so far. Uh, I mean, yeah, this this game was sloppy. They, the the defense overall has had some pretty bad moments where they're just not able to clear the puck and people defensemen are falling over. I know the ice was bad tonight. Uh, it still happened on Thursday, and guys were left wide open in front. And Elliot's had to make some. Elliot's been very good this year. Uh, he's been making saves that I, I don't think he would have even come close to making last year. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. The, the The power play also hasn't really been too great. I mean, they got a lot. They got a lot of pressure tonight. Uh, especially in the third, that power play they had in the third period, they had a ton of pressure. Uh, still haven't been able to convert. They only had the one power play goal on uh, Thursday, but the rest of the opportunities on Thursday didn't look that great. Uh, I mean, and and early on, I mean, both the games, they, they gave up the first goal, and uh, then they're just, it's not really how you want to start the game. They get, they got to start stop doing that, especially on the road. So, so with Ryan Apparently Hart looked pretty good in Lehigh Valley. Uh, what's up with Marin? Marin's injured and is out until February. Uh, Andrew, I don't know what you mean by that. I mean, JVR looked fine in the first game. Uh, I mean, he had a pretty good assist on the haggle in the first game. And then tonight, I mean, he took that. That was a weird play that he got injured on. And I really don't. I don't think it's too serious because it was uh, took a puck off the inside of the knee. I I, I don't know. I, I think it was just a probably a pretty bad bruise, and uh, I don't I don't think he will miss Tuesday's game. I don't think he'll be out any more than just missing tonight's game. Um, the the defensive pairings, though, I I mean it's. Preseason wasn't pretty, and so far into the season it hasn't been great. And we also haven't had the advantage of the time spent in the D zone being canceled out by uh, great offensive players from Sanheim or Ghost so far. Um, I, I think the Brian, I think they should switch up the pairings. I mean, I've always been a big fan of Sanheim McDonald. I don't know why Sanheim works so well with McDonald or why McDonald actually looks like a passable defenseman with Sanheim. I say you do that. I want them to do I want Hackstall to go with Ghost Prorev, Sanheim McDonald, and that those are two pairs that play like forty five minutes a night. And then you play Gudis and Hag when you know the the problem with Gudis and Hag is neither of them are really a puck mover. So it'll be a little bit difficult, but I mean, Goose played. Goose needs to be back in the lap on Tuesday. My big fear now is because the defense looked horrendous, and because McDonald doesn't get scratched, somebody needs to get scratched because the defense looked like shit. And they're gonna put Goose back in, and I don't know who they're gonna take out. It's gonna be. I have a feeling it's gonna be Hag or Sandheim, and Hag. I don't know. Yeah, Jordan, I was talking about this before um see i think i i don't think that was a i wouldn't call it interference i don't know it Laniscog, i know elliot got his stick caught up in lannis moving across the crease 
I still don't think Elliot would have made that save even if he didn't get the stick caught up in his skates. And also, I feel like if you call that, if that gets called back, I feel like that's going to be calling back a lot of goals this season. I I don't know. I feel like that was kind of – it was kind of close, but I would lean towards that still being a goal. I mean, if Elliot got his skate or arm – Called up in in Landeskog's body, and Landeskog was closer to the crease or in the crease. I guess I would call it back, but I, I don't know. Moving side to side, it, I, I just feel like if they're going to start calling it where the goalie has to stick out and gets a caught in player skates, and then a goal goes in, I feel like they're going to start calling a lot of stuff back. That might just be me, though. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Hag has looked um I mean Hag has looked better than I think he did last year so far. It's two games. He hasn't really done anything horrendous yet, but I do I think he's looked pretty good. I mean the points definitely help to make him look better, but I'm gonna say well, John, that might that myth might be busted on Tuesday night when Sean is hanging out with Gritty. I don't know. I don't think Shawnee Hill is Gritty. <laughs> but we can build it up for the next couple of days and then just wait for the first intermission and then see uh, Shawnee Hill hanging out with Gritty. AMAC has two more years. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, the the solution is that, I mean, you would scratch McDonald out of everybody. I know nobody looked good tonight on the defense. Pro-Rolf, I'll take that back. Pro-Rolf looked fine. Maybe not. No, he looked fine. Ghost, I thought was fine too. Maybe not as usual himself, but he, his usual self, he looked fine now. McDonald was still the worst one in the bunch, and, and Foley, Foley tried his best to be the worst one in the bunch, but I mean, McDonald still had some pretty, some pretty wolf moments at Sanheim. Sanheim fell over randomly on a rushback, I think, that led to the Eric Johnson chances in front where Elliot bailed him out, but. Heck as a puppet. I kind of do agree with that. Yeah, I mean, this goalie, I I didn't really get, I don't know. I, I didn't really get hung up on the, the goalie interference call as much as you guys, I guess. I, I mean, I think there definitely is an argument for it to be goalie interference. I just, I didn't, I just didn't see it as goalie interference. I don't think Elliot's, movement got impeded at all. I don't know. I don't think he I think also he just wasn't making that save in my opinion, but um yeah the Picard the Picard situation is gonna get a little dicey. also we we learned that the the ten games or thirty days rule with a waiver claim is not accurate. So Whenever when Neuwirth comes back and Line comes back, Line comes back kind of rec- kind of soon. I think he comes back in two weeks. Neuwirth should be ready sometime this week, I believe. I I believe Picard would go back on waivers. Or they might try and deal him, but I would assume just go back on waivers. Foley after the first period just retired, and the broadcast crew did not point out that Foley retired. I don't think anybody would have noticed. I, I, if they could have gone with five defense in the entire game, and Sandheim could have been out there by himself, they could have played five on four, which is Sandheim, and I, I don't think I would have noticed. 
that was man. Johnny Oduya played 12 minutes last year in his only game as a flyer, got injured, gave up two scoring chances and a goal. Foley and uh, he uh, he may have had a worse game. Uh, this was pretty bad. Um, I mean, yeah, the, the defense has been the big problem so far. And it, it's the defense and also the – Last year, the top line, the top line was Drew, Katori, and Voracek, but they would take over games and they produced offensively for a good chunk of the start of the season. And no offensive line has really stepped up and produced yet. Uh, I mean, the, the best line, I, I think you could argue the best line so far was the JVR, Vorobiev, and, and Simmons line, and then JVR goes down tonight. Not doesn't really help that situation because then you're just kind of shuffling bottom six guys and then hacks will try to switch up the momentum later on i mean it's uh the jvr fact injury definitely did play into tonight's loss uh, you would still like to see the top line put up some kind of production and then the, the second line just overall was i i, I kind of hope the second line is broken up before the next game i don't know what they would do I don't even know who would move up the lineup for that situation. I mean, you could break up the top two lines possibly. I would keep JVR with Verobiev and Simmons, but maybe figure out something else with the top six. Um, trying to read your. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I don't know if they're trying to Jordan. I don't know if they're trying to change the uh, the interference rule. Uh, I mean, I would. I mean, maybe they are. And the Flyers, the, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying the Flyers. The Flyers usually do get screwed over on goaltender for its calls. I really don't know what it is. I, I mean, we might all be biased, obviously, in here, in this chat. But it does feel like borderline calls usually never go the Flyers' way. Like I, I, off the top of my head, I can't remember a time where there was a really close goalie interference call that went the Flyers' way. Like I can't remember the last time a goal like that was called back in favor of the Flyers. I don't know. I think you're right, but I mean, I hope they kind of reduce some of the goalie. I don't know if I want them to reduce the goalie interference stuff overall, but just the time, I guess, spent examining goaltender interference. So. Yeah, it'd be nice if Jordan Wheel got in, uh, not at the expense of JVR. But you know, I and I made I was running the the BSH Twitter account tonight, and I made a fourth line joke. But the fourth line, I, Raffle and Lawton are able to cancel out Latera. These first two games so far, they have been able to cancel him out. Latera usually was bad enough last year; you would recognize when he was on the ice because he was flat out terrible. But so far. Ralph Alon have played well enough to kind of erase Latera's appearance, which is great because then ideally you, you could roll four lines and then Hexall's obsession with putting out a fourth line in the third period when you're down by a goal doesn't have that much impact. But, I mean, that that's the only change up front in terms of personnel I really like to see would be wheeling for Latera. But if Latera is not going to be completely dragging down a line, I guess it's not the end of the world. I mean, defense, 
yeah, the defense. The I just want to see the Sanheim McDonald pairing again. I guess just because I, I I don't know. There were way too many opportunities tonight. I mean, I'm watching the the NBCS Philly uh, post game show and just there were opportunities after opportunities, and it wasn't just one pairing. It was all all three pairings that ended up giving up chances uh, throughout the night. Uh, so. Hopefully they reshuffle the, the the pairings along the way here, and I don't know what to say about the forest just yet. Um, yeah, I mean I would move Lawton back to four C. I like Lawton at center. I mean he hasn't looked out of place on the wing, but I think he's definitely better as a center. And then put Wheel on the left and Raffle on his right. And I think that'll be a pretty good fourth line. Again, the fourth line. I mean, the fourth line really hasn't been the problem. The, I think the problem so far has been that the top six hasn't really taken over a game. They haven't really put up points. And the defense, each defensive pairing has given up chances so far. Yeah, the, the coaching staff. Yeah, I mean, the coaching staff hasn't been great. Um, now block. Knobloch last year tried to institute a lot of the uh, below the goal line passing to the slot on the power play, which we saw tonight. I think Drew set up Katuri in the slot in the third period on the power play, and it led to a bunch. It led to more pressure. So ideally, they keep going with that. But power play doesn't look too great. The PKs look good this year, but the Perrier's track record before this has been kind of uh, terrible. And this is two games and. I mean, Elliot's made some bonkers saves to make sure that only one power play goal has been scored against. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I really I don't know what else to say about this loss. It was uh, the defense has been something through game through uh, two games. Uh, if they can get together and Elliot can keep playing the way he's playing, and the PK can keep posting. See, I think that's a frustrating thing about these first two games. We expect a more offensive production. Tonight was only only two goals, and one of them was, and it's like a, the luckiest goal ever. That's not going to happen. And besides that first goal, the, the first line was kind of non-existent. We expect a more of the offense. We thought we'd get something out of the other two pairs on defense, and we thought the power play could help uh, patch up the damage done by the PK and Elliot. PK only has had one slip up. Elliot's played out of his mind. None of the lines are really doing anything. The defense is just a lot of sorts. <laughs> I think switching TK and JVR might be good. Uh, okay, so then the top pair of Drew. Drew, Katori, JVR? Is that what you're saying, Jake? Because on JVR, we're going as off wing. And so would connect me. And the third pair would be, or third line would be connect me, Vorobiev, Simmons. Uh, I mean, maybe. <laughs> I, think he, I think it's just the switching TK and JVR off to their off wings might be a little tricky right now. And again, I, 
I'm for switching the top line. I just I, I don't know if I would change. I think the third line is the only line I I would not change as of right now. Uh, I I don't know what's going on with that second line. Lindblom, Patrick, and Voracek had a pretty good stretch together last season. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's been these two games. They're getting hemmed in their own zone, and they're not getting chances. And I, I, I can't. I don't. I can't think of a single scoring chance they had. I mean, uh, take that back. Limbaugh scored, so obviously that's a scoring chance. But besides that, they haven't really pieced together anything too memorable where you felt like they got robbed. Yeah, preach, Christine. Uh, I think there's still a lot of time. Yeah, I mean, they. there's a lot to be encouraged by. I mean, like, if the things that are expected to perform well get back to where they were last season, the power play and the top six, and then the third line is able to keep clicking and Elliot keeps playing pretty well. The thing is, is Elliot, I'm not expecting, I mean, they, the Flyers gave up five goals tonight. We're talking about how Elliot stood on his head. So that kind of speaks volumes on how many chances they gave up. Uh, if if Elliot can just be uh, last year, he wasn't really an average. He was kind of below average to me. If he can get to at least league average or above that, I, I think this team can can make some noise in the playoffs. But right now, gotta gotta see something out of the, the twelve guys up front. I mean the def- I mean the forwards really haven't been doing too much. I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens when they come back home. On Tuesday, uh, I mean, look, this is that's all I got, guys. I don't know what else to say right now. Uh, pretty, pretty bad loss. Not, yeah, it was pretty bad loss. I mean, there were definitely some rough moments, and uh, I want to see Connectman show up. I want to see Patrick show up. Uh, I think JVR will be back. That was a big blow tonight, and the defense has to make plays. Just get the puck out of the zone. Some of the best de- some of the best teams in the league don't have shutdown defenses, but they don't give teams second and third opportunities, and they're able to swiftly get the puck out of the zone. That didn't happen tonight. Uh, they need to. They're not going to correct at all by Tuesday, but they need to do. They need to start working on that, and hopefully, uh, hopefully this team starts to impress a little bit more. Thursday's night was uh, pretty fun. We'll see. Uh, see what they can do on Tuesday. Go Eagles, go Flyers. I will I'll probably do another one of these by the end of the year. But, yeah, you'll see Bill most likely on Tuesday or Steph or Kelly. I don't know who's on Tuesday. You, you, got, you guys will see. You'll find out. So uh, thanks for listening to me ramble for about half an hour. And uh, have a good night. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation. And I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.